Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Wednesday. We are live and a lot to talk about. It's The Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, prime time, Deion Sanders talk with Joel Klatt. He's stopping by our show, as is customary on Wednesdays through the college football season. It is great to have you in. J-Mac, last night was a rare off night. Didn't watch sports. Imagine there were some baseball games of note. I did not watch them. Hung out. And uh, that that Aaron Rodgers story is still, there's just a lot percolating around the Aaron Rodgers story. Yeah, the names they're talking about to uh, help Zach Wilson in the quarterback room, kind of uninspiring, uh, but that's just from my point of view. Yeah, so I was reading uh, Diana Russini at The Athletic. Aaron Rodgers, it says here, didn't like the play calls involving cut blocks and expressed as much to the Jet coaches. On the play was hurt, they used those cut blocks. Um, What if this was the last game for Aaron Rodgers? 40 years old, rehab, what if it's his last game? What would we have? Well, he was one game above 500 in the playoffs, 11 and 10. With a Super Bowl ring, his passer rating, playoffs, and regular season over 100, near 100, but over 100, and he's got four MVPs. What does that compare to? Not stylistically, those numbers. What do they compare to? I think they compare to Peyton Manning, whose playoff record was one game above 500. He's got one more Super Bowl ring, passer rating lower than Aaron's, MVPs, he's got one more. 
I think Aaron is a more mobile, athletic quarterback with a better arm. I think Peyton Matter, uh, Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning was a better unifier, better pre-snap, and more maniacally obsessed. Now, Peyton Manning had to go through year after year after year the greatest dynasty, Brady, Belichick, Robert Kraft, in the history of the NFL. Aaron didn't. Aaron faced many excellent teams, but they were brief. The Harbaugh Niners, Kurt Warner, Arizona, Legion of Boom, uh, Eli and the Giants had a couple of big years, uh, Drew Brees in his prime, later prime. Those didn't last long. Peyton Manning had to go through, you know, mostly a 20-year dynasty. Both, as they aged, moved to a different team. Both were viewed as saviors. One flourished, Peyton Manning. Turbulent at times, but he flourished. And one, I think, probably would have Aaron Rodgers, but he got hurt. I still think he comes back. I think Peyton Manning has had a better career than Aaron Rodgers, and I think most of it is based on his obsessive, maniacal commitment to football. Very Brady-like. So I look at those two players and I, I stack them up. Both about 500. Both have a ring. One has two. Both have a lot of MVPs. Passer rating is better with Aaron Rodgers. But Peyton Manning won at the end of years more. And I think a lot of that's just on his obsessive, compulsive love and commitment to football. One was more athletic, Aaron. One was more obsessed, Peyton Manning. I do think there's... A 75% chance Aaron comes back and flourishes. I think there's a small chance that Aaron, after rehab, during rehab, is exhausted. He's older, doesn't heal quick enough. I doubt that happens. But Mark Sanchez was on the show yesterday talking about the process Aaron Rodgers will now go through. You ask so much of yourself during the offseason and so much sacrifice for something you absolutely love, and then it's gone like that. And so coming to that realization of I'm not playing football for the rest of this year, you lose a little bit of your identity, number one, psychologically, and you build this new reality. So he's going to go through a lot of that. He's going to be on a scooter for a little bit. He's going to be on a boot, in a boot for a little bit. And you, you start to create this like um, fictitious or like imaginary ladder of these rungs you have to hit. And those become your new Sundays. Those become your new uh, milestones and markers. The difference between Peyton Manning and Aaron, a lot of it's personality. One, Aaron's a bit more of a free spirit, single, no kids, his own world. Peyton, more family, kids, married, obsessed, more into football, less of a free spirit. That really separates the two. But if that's the comp for Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, then he's one of the all-time greats. And that list is not very long. It gets into the Marinos, Elways, Brady, Montana, Peyton Manning, and Aaron's right up there if this is it, though I don't think it is. So uh, Mike Sando, a trustable NFL source, says he talked to an NFL executive about Deion Sanders, and the quote was, just think how good Deion would be as a head coach in the NFL with free agency. It would be absolutely unbelievable. Now, I do think if Deion Sanders' son, Shadur Sanders, who is just a tremendous prospect, who knows where he goes, where he lands, but what a prospect. If he goes pro, and he'll be eligible to, I think Deion Sanders could leave. I think 
Shadur Sanders should go pro. You're never going to get that money back. You can get hurt. You can buy insurance. But the bottom line is, if you're a if you're a top two or three quarterback, that means you're a top six or seven pick. You go pro. And I think Shadur Sanders should go pro, but he may just stay with dad. But Deion Sanders, he's he's all in on Colorado now. Here's some prime. We want the smoke. We want the fire. We we want we 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 want the dogs. Like we we want it because. We have not yet played our best ball, and uh, we're, we're obviously 2-0, and oh, but we have not yet played our best. But when we put it all together, offense, defense, as well as special teams, it's going to be something to behold, and someone's going to have to catch that fire. Dion is great, talking, motivating, getting people to follow him. He has his entire career. But Colorado wasn't Dion's primary destination when he got into coaching. It's not a college football blue blood a recruiting hotbed it doesn't feel like this will be Deion Sanders final landing spot Deion Sanders in Colorado feels like one of those really fun brief stories like Lynn Sanity with the New York Knicks or Butler back-to-back championship games in college basketball or McGuire and Sosa dynasties long-term success that's for tennis players brief amazing moments in sports we get those every weekend this doesn't feel like rita wilson and tom hanks or joanna woodward and paul newman it doesn't feel like a marriage that lasts forever but it could be magical like kim kardashian and chris humphreys that was so special it was just brief i look at what prime is doing for colorado football tv ratings it is i've been in tv for 30 years 25 years it's shocking it got more viewers than Texas Bama, two of the top six, seven brands in college football, maybe two of the top five. <laughs> Colorado football was the lead story. Gets like nine and a half million viewers <laughs> with an early start. It's insane. I mean, Colorado last year, bottom five offense, bottom five defense. Dion brings in 70% new transfer portal, whole new team. Outside of his son, Travis Hunter, nobody knows any of them. And they are crushing ratings in college football. Ask yourself this. What is Jerry Jones like? Stars and buzz and television and his former Cowboys and current Cowboys on television. Jerry Jones has already spoken about the promising coaching future of Deion Sanders. Dion's very uh, capable of being a head coach in the National Football League. And he has a real understanding of uh, what a player's mentality can and should be. Of course, he's actually been around and gotten the benefit of some of the greatest people in sport. And look what he brings to the table. He's a great communicator, and he's a real leader of men. I think there's a better chance... Dion ends up in the NFL than that he doesn't. I do think free agency would be special. I do think he relates to players. I think Colorado, Dion is an amazing story, but it doesn't feel like it's going to last that long. Let's be honest. When it happened, my first reaction was, that's weird. And then my second reaction about a day later was, well, he's going to get attention. I mean, he can coach. Jackson State, he won a lot of games. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. I didn't think it was going to be this. I thought they were going to get blown out against TCU in the opener. 
So it's just been, it's been magical. It's been Chris Humphreys, Kim Kardashian. It's been magical. I just don't know how long and how realistic it is to think it's going to last. J-Mac, Cowboys, new head coach, Deion Sanders, if they stumble in the playoffs. I think he'll stick around one more year. Yeah. Uh, that, that would be my guess. By the way, Dallas stumbling in the playoffs doesn't look like a lock <laughs> after week one. Uh, very nervous about my Jets here uh, in week two. Uh, some of the stuff Sanchez said yesterday about uh, defenses, Zach Wilson struggling against his own. I was reading up on Dan Quinn. Not, not great. Uh, the vibes <laughs> are not good right now for the Jets, but we'll, we'll see. Deion Sanders to Dallas, you think? Well, I'm just, I'm just, Jerry Jones, more than any owner, loves stars, loves TV, mm-hmm. loves buzz. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's Jerry. By yeah. the way, he's a good businessman. Deion's good business. Oh. You know, LA's a, LA's a good town for, for guys who are stars. L.A. Chargers, 0-1. Well, well, I was going to say McVay is, isn't going anywhere. McVay's not going anywhere, but uh, Brandon Staley, if they lose to Tennessee this week, start 0-2. <laughs> the Chargers need a star coach, do they not? They got. I mean, if you're Deion Sanders, you go going to coach they, Dak. They historically have never paid the big money for coaches. That's the problem. Cheap ownership. Well, I just, I just don't need to use the word cheap, but they have been frugal. 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 Yes. I'm frugal. That's so am I. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It didn't get as much attention as other games, but I did think the Packers' brilliant performance and Jordan Love leading the way over the Bears' Justin Fields was one of the more noteworthy conclusions of the day. The Bears still can't win enough games, 
and Jordan Love looked pretty darn good. Now, the coach of the Bears, defensive coach, you know how I feel about that with young quarterbacks, is Matt Eberflus. I think he's a sharp guy, but I think the world's changed. And I watch a Mike Tomlin. I can watch a Pete Carroll. I can watch a Sean McDermott. And the continued struggle with offensive line play does concern me with young quarterbacks often. But here's Eberflus defending Justin Fields' loss. Yeah, he knows he can play better. You know, he knows that. You know, he's 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 well aware of that. You know, and he's he's going to work diligently to do that. And again, it's uh, it's important that everybody looks that way. I would just say this: it's a long season, and we're going to get better, and we're going to focus on ourselves, and we're going to improve. And that's what I would say about that. Okay. Uh, in most high-profile jobs, there are certain key productions elements you will be judged by. Presidents are judged by the economy. The economy's good, you generally get reelected. CEOs of companies throughout America are judged by the stock price of the company. It's good, you hit your bonus. Uh, in football, pass rushers are judged by sacks. The more you get, the more you make. Wide receivers by touchdowns and yards, and running backs by yards. Coaches are overwhelmingly viewed by wins. Quarterbacks are different. They're judged by two things. Winning, no playoff quarterback usually gets replaced. Winning is key. But about 30% of it is talent. That's why the Chargers are on a second coach, maybe soon a third and a third offensive coordinator. If people view you as talented and Justin Herbert's passer rating is high 90s, 3-1 to one touchdown to pick ratio, uh, huge arm, 6'5", mobile, complete 67% of his throws. He's clearly not the issue with the Chargers. Is that just Justin Fields? Because he's 5-21 and 21 in his career now. And we saw young Jordan Love in his second start. Justin Fields has had 26. Jordan Love in his second start had 200-plus yards passing, a quarterback rating of 123, and three TDs and no picks in his second start, and it was on the road. Justin Fields has yet to produce anything close to that in 26 starts. Jordan Love threw the ball down the field, averaging 10 yards an attempt. Justin Fields did not throw the ball down the field. Around half that. And also Justin Fields now, we talk about this all the time, how do you do in division? Ten games in division, Justin Fields is one and nine. But you can see the talent with Justin Fields. You can see the talent. So you don't have to blame both people. Maybe it's just the coach and his inability to hire a staff to elevate him. Or maybe it's just the quarterback. But where coaches are blamed for losses, quarterbacks, if they're viewed as having lots of talent, and there's no question that Justin Fields is talented, often can get a second or third coach. I think it's very probable Justin Herbert will get a third coach if Brandon Staley does not start winning like fast. Can't be a defensive head coach and have an atrocious defense for back-to-back -back years, and it looks like the third year is bad too. So if you look at the Bears' schedule, here's the concerns. The next four weeks, it's pretty talented defenses at Tampa Bay's defense, at Kansas City's young, surprisingly good defense, Denver's defense, and Washington Ron Rivera's defense. There's also lots of good quarterbacks, but it's the defense that Justin Fields faces. If he can navigate that, we know he's got talent. 
He may not have to win more than half his games. Nine and eight, eight and nine probably gets him another year. Coaches, you got to win. Presidents, the economy. CEOs, the stock price. Quarterbacks, though, if you can see it, okay, he's not winning, but I can optimize it. If you can see it, it does buy you more tarmac. So right now, somebody's going to get blamed if this Bears team is bad. Who's it going to be? The coach or the quarterback? J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. It's really scary if the Bears end up with like a top five pick. Then it could be both out the door. Because that quarterback class is strong and, you know. Oh, no, they're, they're, listen, if, if Drake May... Caleb Williams off the board, but Drake May and Shadur Sanders, how do you not? Those are those are pr- tremendous. I know, like, I know you like Shadur. Um, I do. It's just, I think he's... So you like Shadur, but you don't love Quinn Ewers. I like Shadur Sanders over Quinn Ewers. Okay. Quinn Ewers had a great Saturday. No, well, now he's had more than... He's had six good quarters against Alabama. I'm just telling you, if I get a, if I get a quarterback that can throw and both Quinn Ewers and Shadur Sanders can throw and one can wiggle... For a couple years while he's learning the system, I'm taking that guy. Yeah. I, I, I I see Quinn Ewers as a strictly pocket passer. That's fine. Jared Goff's successful. Garoppolo. But if I can get somebody who can pass from the pocket and I can roll the pocket. It's one of the things about Brock Purdy. You can He's not a great runner, but you can move the pocket with him. You're not moving the pocket with Goff. By the way, uh, Dion in Colorado, 21, maybe 22-point favorites now <laughs> against, I think, Colorado State this week. And it's going to be a bloodbath. Then after that, it's Oregon and USC, I believe. Yeah. Those are that U. So, if they, I don't think they're going to beat Oregon. If they beat Oregon, how big is USC Colorado? That's the game of the day. I don't care who else is playing. That's the game of the day. Caleb Williams yeah. and Shadur Sanders and Dion and Lincoln Riley. That'd be one of the biggest college football games of the year. That'll be fun. Um, all right, so we're going to start here with the Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Um, listen, we we talk about Jerry Jones a lot on this show. Um, he went on 105.3 The Fan praising Dak Prescott's leadership qualities after the blowout of the Giants. Hmm. Seen anybody that is so sound and is psychic, so prepared, he relies on his preparation better than anybody that uh, I've been around. You get somebody that team will follow. That's the key. Uh, he's the best leader that I've ever seen at that position. And uh, we've been around some good ones. Aikman was outstanding. Uh, Tony, I think, was just outstanding. But uh, Dak's quite a leader out there at that position. Well, I think he is a good leader. I mean, best who best is just an argument for sports talk radio. But I think he is. A, I think Dak's strength is his leadership. I think his. I think his intangibles are A+. Plus. I think his tangibles, throwing, moving, are B, B-. minus. But I think, I do think Dak's a great leader. I so, really do. You know we like breadcrumbs on the show. Yeah. Um, they're paying a lot of people in Dallas, right? Paid a lot of guys. Dak's looking for an extension. By the way, talked about last week. Mike is going to get paid. We know that. Yeah. A fortune. It should be. Dak was talked about last week. Well, you we haven't been able to work out an extension. Now Jerry's out here hyping his leadership qualities after a pedestrian effort in the rain against the Giants. What's really going on here? What Is are you, Dak not feeling the love, are maybe? You, are you did suggest- he let them know that during negotiations? Dak's like, hey, uh, you guys are paying everybody. Everybody's getting paid. Where's my extension? And is Jerry maybe sensing that, trying to get ahead of, 
oh, he wants a lot of money. We we got to placate him through the media, say nice things. It just feels like an odd comment for him to make about Dak's leadership when Dak didn't do well, anything in the win over the Giants. It wasn't Dak. It was a defense. This is why something's going on here. I'm just Jerry's the only owner that I know of in professional sports that goes on the radio every week in his local market. So, I mean, the bottom line is he goes on for 30 minutes. You ask him a bunch of questions, and Jerry gives you an answer. And, I mean, I I, I'm, I'm, I, I don't care if it's Joe Biden, Jerry Jones. You get somebody starts rambling, mid-70s, they start rambling and having fun. And then, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't think an ageist, but I, I think... Jerry rambling on a Monday or Tuesday on local radio for 30 minutes. It's just, this is what you get. You get this these pinata quotes. <laughs> well, so there's a method to his madness, obviously. He yeah. knows what he's doing. But at the same time, uh, I went and looked at next-gen stats. I know they were playing in the rain in the Giants, and they had the lead. You want to guess how many passes Dak threw over 20 yards? Just attempts. Over 20 yards? Yeah. One. Yeah. One pass over 20 yards. Well, all summer, we talked about out with Kellen Moore... In with McCarthy in the run game and Schottenheimer. And it's all running. It's well, all eight passes at or behind the line of scrimmage. So Dak's role is kind of shrinking in this me, offense. Let, let me tell you something. The Jets are going to make Dallas earn this. Yeah, this so is going to be an ugly, low-scoring yeah, game. I'm waiting for this to hit 10. If the line hits 10, it's 9.5. Oh, nine I'm taking the Jets game. at 10. It's 9.5 now. I, I'll pound the Jets at 10. Oh, no, no. I 10, I'm taking the and Jets. And again, like, ooh, might be wrong. Dallas wins 20 nothing. Zach Wilson, you know, vomits all over himself. Maybe. I just... Something's going on in Dallas with Dak behind the scenes. I don't have any inside intel, but uh, just putting it out Very there. Very interesting. Call. No, it's an interesting take. Um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, tough loss to the Lions in week one. Some people in the media have knocked Kansas City after the L, but Mahomes was quick to address the team with ahead of their matchup against the Jags. I think when you've had so much success, people are kind of waiting for you to go down. We know that as a team. And I'll just say it's one loss, but you don't want them to compound. So you go out there and get better on the football field and all that stuff kind of goes away. If we are who we are and play hard and do what we do, we'll have a chance to show everybody I think that's the biggest message for everybody. Let's get back to what we do and continue to work hard at it. I don't have any fear at all. I contend that what I saw in that loss was a defense that was fast and rangy and created a pass rush with no Chris Jones. If I'm a Chiefs fan today, I watch the Chargers lose. I watch Denver lose. I know I'm not going to get beat by the Raiders. I think the Chiefs got a break in week one. They had to rely on their defense, and I think they came out of that game thinking, now, I do worry at the trade deadline. Should they go get like a number two or three veteran receiver you can just trust in big spots? Like Juju Smith-Schuster in big games last year had some moments. That that receiving core, Sky Moore, Tony, I don't know. I, I, I'm upset at the staff for putting this Pat Mahomes stuff on the screen here. I, I, After a loss. Well, I mean, I think the Chiefs are the side this week, no? Yeah. yeah Three-point favorites? I've already... I've already uh, you put that in the account? That I, th- I I thought that was one of the better bets of the week. Yeah. So, you know, they had like 72 hours to prepare for an offense without Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's going to be back. He's had 10 days off. Chris Jones now in the fold. And did you see the injuries to the offensive line of the Jags? Brandon Scherf went down. Their left tackle still suspended. They didn't grade out well against the Colts. I know people want to say, oh, Chiefs. Oh, I, I think the Chiefs are the side this week. But I, I got to ask the, you about, I was Sky about Moore. This. Are you overreacting to Tony and Sky Moore? Because my son and I, 5-0 and in fantasy, we cut Sky Moore this week. And I'm yeah. like, should we hold off on that? Sky Moore bounce back. By the way, I've thought about this. 
You never get the best line on Friday. What if throughout the course of the week, I say, that'll be a blazing you five pick. You want to lock in before Yeah, like, like Kansas City's a blazing five pick if I get three. Yeah. That's the number. Yeah. Three and a half, it's not. By the way, the Giants number now is good. It it, it was best on Monday. Yeah, it was like it's four no- or four and a half. Yeah, now it's like six. Yeah. I'm thinking about implementing that, that I can pick my blazing five throughout the week and say, folks, that's the number, that's the game. And then on Friday, for people that don't get to watch all our shows, I deliver the blazing five. You know, I, I was, think I'm going to do that. So, Colin, I I just had this thought. <laughs> Whose show is this? Fox's. No, this is your show. I don't it's, own it's the show. The I don't it's pay for it. Your name is on the show. You can make the rules here, buddy. Well, and by Come the way, on. by the way, International House of Pancakes. The pancakes name is on the. It, they don't own it. My Pancake. name is on the, the show. Pancakes don't own IOP. Okay, gotcha. Colin, lock that in. Make it official. Okay, it's, I'm locking it in. Kansas yeah. City minus three. That number for all the uh, DraftKings fans. Yeah. You know, we we do it's, their reads. It's eligible okay. right now. That's the number. I'll take Kansas City. Minus three right. at Jacksonville. So and, and, and what's also, the Giants number? By the way, I would lock that in as uh, well. I'll look at that. But it's also like, listen, I know people want to tune in Friday for the picks, but you got to watch earlier in the week well, for the information. That's all the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So th- this number could go up to four. Then I don't like Kansas. Don't like it. It's tough to pick a blazer. So, uh, so yeah. we officially. I've Official. never done this before. I, I was thinking about this last night. It's like betting now is so sophisticated. The audience is so sophisticated. More people are betting. The numbers, too. You get good numbers Monday, Tuesday. By Thursday, Friday, they stink. So San Fran was seven against the Rams. I took it on Monday. Now it's nine. I think it's eight, eight and a half. But it might be moved to nine. Um, Shanahan, (laughs) we won't get into it. All right, final story. Uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, I don't know. I thought he was kind of up and down. A couple fumbles, lost one, interception. But... um, you know, he admitted he was rusty going 17 for 22 for a measly 169 well, he didn't play yards. last year, yeah. He what? He didn't play at the end of last yeah, year. Yeah, he got hurt in um, November. Um, he, he was happy to get back on the field with his new teammate saying, I've been out since November, but it felt good to be out here. I love our receiving court. Those guys are flying around making things happen. I love our offensive line and backs. I feel like we played good with the new guys, especially not playing in the preseason. Being out of football for a long time like Odell and myself, Felt pretty good. I actually think he's... You, you cannot judge this team. Odell, Zay Flowers. I think Baltimore's going to be really, really good. But he didn't play last year. Well, Here's the thing about week one. Starters don't play in the preseason. I mean, how many times... I mean, you watch Seattle and you're like, you should have played your starters more. They just weren't ready. They, they were not defensively ready to play. I don't know, Colin. He mentions the offensive line, okay? They lost two guys who looks like they're not... They're center and Stanley. But not going to go. This week they're not going to. Well, all I care about is this week. I don't care what was going on in November. You got to get to November, and like they got, I think six starters down. I know for this game against the Bengals. Well, this is another game. I already hit Bengals. I I, I I said before the season. I think Baltimore would beat Pittsburgh if they played today, but I don't think Baltimore is built for 17 games because their top players outside of Andrews had injury history and the Steelers' top players don't. So after one week, you think Pittsburgh's bad and Baltimore's good, but already Baltimore's falling apart. So I think the Pittsburgh Steelers looked awful, but I think they're youthful, young, don't have an injury history. They're built for a 17-game season. We talked about this. I can love a team for a week, but don't think they're built for the duration of a season. I don't think the Rams have enough depth they're not built for a 17-game, 12-win season. And they're going to get beat this weekend. Yeah. But in an individual game where Sean McVay has a month to prepare as an offensive coach with healthy Matt Stafford and then bring in a whole new run game and they catch Seattle totally off guard, 
The Rams were better than Seattle for a week. They could play in week nine. That O-line's banged up. Stafford's not at full strength. It's a different game. It's a difference between can you win today and are you built? It's like baseball. You got a bunch of old pitchers. You're not built for 162 games. You may be built for an early season series. And Rams fans are killing me for, I I bashed the Rams on this show all summer. Colin, uh, Seattle lost both tackles in the second half. You saw the offense in the second half. Couldn't move. Couldn't move the football. And now they go out and sign Jason Peters, who I think is 40 years old. Oh, boy. Like, that's a bad sign for Seattle. I know you had them winning the division. That was Uh, a late switch on your part. They're young. They're going to get one of their tackles back. If, 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 we'll just see. You don't need two great tackles. You need one good tackle. Okay. Uh, I disagree, but uh, they're in Detroit this week in what feels like a big game for the Seahawks. You go down 0-2. By the way, Detroit beats Kansas City feeling themselves. Seattle comes in desperate. It's a good point. I I know that's... I want to be with you on that. The teams beat Kansas City... Oh, they'd been to everybody in Michigan. You guys are the kings. Little pullback. Uh And here comes thirsty Seattle. Thirsty. The season on the line. Just be careful about that. I saw that number. Be careful about that. Interesting. Jared Goff's your guy. I know. Going against. Yeah. We'll see. (laughs) J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Line News. I'd like to win my bets, but last week I didn't. It's just fun to be, it's it's fun to have juice on stuff, right? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. 
the Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Sunday on Fox. The new era for the Packers continues as Jordan Love leads the Packers against the Falcons. Or Christian McCaffrey and the Niners battle Matt Stafford and the Rams. Or other regional action. Check local listings for the game in your area only on Fox and the Fox Sports app. Seahawks-Lions, sneaky good game. Sneaky good game. Seahawks-Lions, 1 o'clock window on Fox. Okay. So Micah Parsons is incredible. He, T.J. Watt, Bosa's, you know, just not a lot of guys. Miles Garrett, just the ability to blow people up and get to the quarterback. He's great. So Cowboy linebacker Micah Parsons is talking about quarterbacks and Brock Purdy. Last guy picked in the draft, yet he wins all his games. So here's Micah Parsons. Is this a hot take talking about Brock Purdy? I just don't think that we should sleep on Brock Purdy no more. I think people are coming for you the same way they come for Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Yes, you are surrounded by a great team, but you are playing your butt off. And uh, you got one hell of a story, brother. Um, if we were to rank Purdy right now, I would put Purdy around. I think Purdy's a top 15 quarterback. All right, let's think about that. So this isn't a quarterback list. But uh, it'll feel a little bit like that, especially with the first layer. But let's eliminate six guys who Brock Purdy is just not as physically special. He doesn't have the arm of Mahomes, the size and power of Josh Allen, the overall size, escapability of Justin Herbert. He's not as athletic, doesn't move like Lamar Jackson. He's not as gifted, as big, as strong as Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson. Watson is a playmaker. Brock Purdy would not be viewed. So those are six that are just physically superior. Let's not waste our time arguing. They just play different and look different. Uh, Not saying those are the six best quarterbacks, although most of them are in that category. And then there's four other guys I think have a clear it factor. Matt Stafford can't move. He's not huge but he's got one of the best arms in the last 20 years. Kyler Murray and Jalen Hurts are beautiful throwers of the football, a little small, not classically sized, but they're gifted players. Purdy, you would never call gifted. And I think Joe Burrow, who you'd put in any tier one of quarterbacks, Joe's not big. He's not Lamar Jackson, the runner. Uh, but Joe, Joe's accuracy and situational greatness College and pro is really elite stuff. Then there's the third group, which would be, you know, guys that win a lot of games. Jared Goff, Prescott, Cousins, Tannehill, Wilson, Tua, Derek Carr, Jimmy G, and Brock Purdy. Now, I don't think Purdy throws a ball nearly as pretty as Jared Goff and doesn't move nearly as well as Russell Wilson. He may not be as accurate as Tua, and certainly hasn't won as many, you know, games over a course of a career as Kirk Cousins. 
But is Brock Purdy, once you eliminate the clearly physically superior and then the it factor guys where they jump off the TV at their best, is there a big gap between like 11 and 16 in this league? I don't think there is. Again, Jared Goff throws a purtier ball than Brock Purdy could ever imagine. And Russell Wilson's way more elusive. But I don't think Russell's great from the pocket and Brock Purdy's darn good from the pocket. Tannehill, excellent athlete. I think he's okay from the pocket, but he was a college-wide receiver. So is it a hot take? Is it reasonable to say that Brock Purdy is somewhere between 11 and 16, 17-ish? Maybe closer to 16, 15 than 11 or 12. I don't think it is. I don't. I, 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 I'm not doing a quarterback rating today, but if I did, I think Brock Purdy would end up about 15, 16 right now. You think I'm crazy? I'd probably have him at, probably somewhere between 15 and 17. Middle of the pack, I need more. But when I watch what Kyle Shanahan allows him to do, the game plans that he allows him freedom, it's telling me that Kyle Shanahan thinks he's a very capable, very consistent quarterback. They call a more aggressive game for Brock Purdy than they do Jimmy G. It is a much more aggressive game plan. That's telling me Shanahan thinks he's more gifted than Jimmy Garoppolo. What's unfair is he has Kyle Shanahan, one of the best play callers in the league, All right. b- best offensive mind. But, Colin, you know, you like this whole best thing. I'm telling you right now, you got Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott to go win a game this Sunday. Who are you taking? I don't know. <laughs> That's Brock what I'm Purdy, by the way. Now, Jared Goff or Purdy, Goff the thrower with protection. I, well, we'll see. He can't play in cold weather historically. He's been awful in cold weather yeah. on the road. Outdoors. No, it's just been Big bad. game, I take Purdy over Kirk Cousins. Kirk tends to be a well, teeth cleanser. It's a primetime game. You just don't pick Kirk Cousins. Uh, go Brock Purdy. Take out the physically superior, and then, you know, Stafford or Jalen well, Hurts. Deshaun Watson is in that phys- physically superior list. Uh, that's, I put him in that. Okay. Yeah, I, I, put, yeah, I know. So but, I put him, the six guys that when you watch television, they're like world-class size, athlete, arm, okay. escapability. But I'm telling you, are you sure you're picking to win a game this Sunday? Deshaun Watson over Brock Purdy. I know Watson had a good history, but... I Recency would, I would, bias. Now, this is not a list of who's better. Right. And I, I, it's not a top 10 list. I am saying that Deshaun Watson, with a bad O-line, could win a game that Brock Purdy could not. He would just have the playmaking escapability. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Brock Purdy right now has got everything. What I'm saying is the top guys are better than him because they're just physically more gifted and historically in all sports. If I have Mookie Betts and you have a guy that has a great, you know, he's a good baseball player, but he's got a great infield and great defense. Mookie's a great athlete that will get hits when other guys couldn't get hits because he's just a great player. Same with Mike Trout in his prime. So I'm not, I'm not saying yeah. that the best athlete always wins, but there are limitations. If Brock has a bad old line, he's in trouble. If Brock has to trail and make big throws down the field, Stafford can do that. Brock's not a huge arm talent. Yeah. Uh, you know, Brock's right tackle situation looked very bleak uh, against the Steelers. T.J. Watt had three sacks. Uh, you know, he was in his face the whole By game. By the way, Brock has been to a conference championship game. Tua, Carr, Dak, and Kirk have not. Yeah. Now, Brock only has, what, nine start games he started and finished. I think he's, it's yeah, 9 Yeah, it's a or, very small right. sample. But when, you, when I watched the game plan that Kyle Shanahan unleashed at Pittsburgh, a team that's led the NFL in sacks, is what, what is it like three of the last four years? And the game plan was aggressive. Yeah. And by the way, Kenny Pickett, 
That coaching staff did not unleash him. He looked terrified, panicked. So it's like one, maybe seven. Never forget Tony Romo undrafted, Kurt Warner undrafted, Mark Brunel late, Brady six. When it comes to quarterbacks, we have a history. Dak fourth, Russell Wilson third, Kirk Cousins fourth. A lot of good quarterbacks in this league that went way deep. So I saw Purdy's MVP odds move up 25 to one. I joked about it here on the show yesterday. Someone uh, came after me about it. 25 to one for Brock Purdy. Do you think that is? I wouldn't bet it, no. But I I don't like the season long bets because Rodgers goes down, you know, season over, no chance at the bet. But. Why, why would he not be in the MVP discussion? In the games he started and finished, he has 18 touchdowns and three interceptions. Well, he does not make mistakes. He has a great play caller. He's got a good offensive line and great skill position players. Well, What's the case against him? That that's the best roster, some would argue, easily in the league. And do you think MVP voters care about that? I think MVP is a story. Russell Westbrook has never been the most valuable player, arguably on his own team. He won it for the league because well, he was a good story. Uh, it's NBA. Well, I mean, I, same NFL. A lot of times it's, you know, I mean, like Jokic didn't win MVP because he'd won back-to-back. And I think MVP, the minute you enter media into any vote, it becomes about narratives and stories and uh, who do you, mm. so I don't, I don't care about, like Heisman, it's so regional, the okay. voting, I don't even care about awards. I just say this, if they smash the Rams Sunday, and that very well could well, happen, if Purdy looks good, McVay, and Purdy is flawless again, or even really good. I, the odds are gonna they're gonna keep going down, man. I'm just this uh, Peter King's out here this week saying the Niners are the best team in football. Oh, you had them where on the on the one, higher one. Yeah, like this team, Brock Purdy, man. I, he just looks really good. He does. Tell now, me who looked better than him other than Tua now, on Sunday. I will say this is that he gets rid of the ball quickly. I mean, just think about the player. Trent Williams left tackle is a Hall of Famer. McCaffrey gave us four more great years. He'd get an argument. Kittle is going to be a Hall of Famer. This is just offense. Brandon Ayuk is sensational. Debo is one of the most unique players in the league. Like they got, that's just the uh, Fred Warner going to be a Hall of Famer. Bosa going to be a Hall of Famer. That's that safety they got. Huvanga is a great player. Way, so you know, you know they why got they eight have guys that are not only Pro Bowlers. They look like they could project as Hall of Famers. And you know why they're loaded? Because Brock Purdy doesn't make any money. Yeah, no. that's right. Do you like that model or pay Daniel Jones 40 mil? And, well, uh, no, no, no. You know what model I like. Okay. I don't mind paying 45 <laughs> plus if I get Mahomes. Yes, I, you get Mahomes. <laughs> at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. It is Wednesday. That means Joel Klatt, Deion Sanders, primetime, live in L.A. That's coming up next. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first listen. listen. 
This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown, Sleep Tight Stories.